0: And I thought, here I, I left my sermon at the house, but that's okay because Neil's getting ready to preach it anyway. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. I do have a question for you. Do you want, in these very trying these very difficult, these very perilous times to have an impact on the world around you? Do you wanna have a startling impact on your family, on your friends, on your neighbors? And if the answer is yes, I I wanna tell you, I wanna share with you this morning how to have an impact in these perilous times with all of those people how do we re- how do we respond to these very unsettling times when the fear and the concern well, you can taste it you can taste it how do you convince others that there is a calmness and assurance that you have. Well, in order for us to have an impact, God's word's very clear. We are to be joyous, joyous. We are to be excited about what God is doing in each one of us. We are to be excited over the fact that he says that we can be confident of this thing, that he who's begun his work in us is going to perform it. So regardless of what happens in the world, God is doing his work in our life to conform us to the image of his son. We can rejoice over that, right? You want to have a startling impact instead of griping and complaining. And I'm going to be the first to tell you it is by far easier to gripe and complain and to bellyache and to be fearful than it is to rejoice. But I'm going to tell you when you rejoice, when you get excited about what God's doing, God is going to be glorified and that's going to have an impact on those that you want, you wish to have an impact upon. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 tells us, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, comma, if everything's going your way. See, it doesn't say that, does it? If the world is going the way you want it to go and everything is safe, Then give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. People are always saying, what is the will of God? And we've preached on this many times. We've talked about this many times. You want to start with the will of God for your life. Well, first and foremost, the will of God for your life is that you give thanks in everything. What God's Word says can't get any clearer. In everything, give thanks. Look at Ephesians. Chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20 giving thanks always for all things, not only in all things, but for all things. And I got to tell you, folks, there are times when it is difficult to do what that verse tells us to do. For all things, now, of course, it's not talking about disasters. We don't give thanks for evil. That's not talking about that. And I think we take that verse very personally. See, regardless of what happens in your life or comes into your life, what events, whether it be tragedy or blessings, God's word's clear. We are to give thanks for all things, knowing that Romans 8, 28 is in the book. For all things worked together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to His purpose. Amen? So in all things and for all things, we can be thankful. We can praise God for what he's doing. Again, Philippians 1.6, being confident of this one thing, that he who's begun his work in us will perform it. If everything goes the way we want it to. That does not say that, does it? Aren't you glad this morning that it doesn't say that? And what He is doing in our life is to conform us to the image of His Son. How exciting that is. Look at Psalm 107. Psalm 107. Verse 1 as you gather this week with your family and friends, and folks, let me encourage you to gather with your family and friends. It's time we said enough, but that's a whole different sermon. They took Easter and Resurrection Sunday away, huh? I'm going to try Thanksgiving. Watch out for Christmas. I'm not doing it, but they're going to try. Psalm 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Verse 8, oh that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Folks, do you realize we saw these videos, we see those kids, we see the conditions in which they live, we see the tragedy that occurs. I mean, Of course, it can't be all bad because what Blake described were grits, and and you know grits are good. But when you realize what all those kids are putting up with, we are so blessed in this nation. We have so much for in which to be thankful, for which to be thankful. We have no reason to complain. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness. He has been so good to us here at Bible Fellowship. He has been so good for us here in this, this nation and for His wonderful works to the children of men. For He satisfies the longing soul and He fills the hungry soul with goodness. Folks, that is our mission is to preach the Word of God is to share the God's word with a lost world because faith comes by hearing and if God is going to feed that hungry soul it's going to be from the word of God and the only ones who are going to take the word of God to them are us we need to realize that we are the ministers of the word of reconciliation we are the ambassadors for Christ whether it be in St. Louis Missouri or whether it be in Zambia or Kenya or wherever in order for God to do his work, he has called us to be his spokesman. He has called us to be his ambassadors. What a privilege. What a joy. How exciting that is. Psalm 95, verse 1. Psalm 95, 1. Oh, come let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Psalm 97, verse 12, verse 11. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for the remembrance of his holiness. If we want to have the impact that we think God is calling us to have on this world, on our neighborhood, what God has called us to do is to be joyous, is to rejoice, is to give thanks in all things and for all things for his glory. See, it's not about our comfort, it's not about our circumstances, it's about his will for our lives, his purpose in our lives. And you say, well, Pastor, how in the world, how can we be upbeat in times like this? How can we praise God in times like this? I'm going to tell you how. You know how? We've read the book. We've read the book, right? We know what happens at the end. We know what's coming. There may be some bumps, and there may be some difficulty, and there may be some hardships. You tell me at what point in life, in the history of man, there hasn't been bumps and hardships and difficulty. Maybe it's our time to have those bumps and difficulty and trials and perilous times. And as they come, may they find us worshiping. May they find us rejoicing. May it find us giving thanks. May it find us standing on the word of God and being joyous in these times. First Thessalonians chapter four, 17 and 18. Tim put that up there. First Thessalonians, chapter four, 17 and 18. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. What does verse 18 say? Wherefore, comfort one another with these words, if everything is hunky-dory. No, that's not what it says, folks. And I can't stress that enough. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I didn't give these verses to Tim, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. Comfort yourselves together. What was Paul talking to the church in Thessalonica about right prior to that verse? The coming of the Lord. And how that that the day of the Lord is not going to catch them as a thief in the night. That they weren't children of the darkness, they were children of the light. And they were to comfort one another with that glorious truth. How can we be joyous in times like this? We've read the end. Matter of fact, turn to Revelation. Chapter, the last chapter, book of Revelation. I told you I brought the wrong Bible. My other Bible, if I just thought about it, the pages would turn. Revelation 22, verse 20. See, this is all I need to read to be joyous, folks. He which testifies these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come Lord Jesus. See, that gets me excited. That makes me realize that He's the one that's in charge. It's not me. You know, there have been so many times in my life when things didn't go the way I wanted them to go. Maybe I'm the only one that's ever happened to. That my plans, my purpose, my ideas just didn't go quite the way I wanted it to go. So many times. I would and I'm talking about even in ministry. There have been so many times when I've said, Lord, here I am. Look at all the great things that I am going to do for you. I can think back when Faye and I were at Circle J Ranch. I can think, I can think back in other ministries. I can, I, can, I can just remember attitudes that were just, I thought they were grand. I thought they were wonderful. God, you're going to be impressed with my commitment and my submission, and I am ready. So, Lord, let's get the show on the road. Here I am. Lord, just see what great work I'm going to do for you. You know what the Lord showed me? Basically, it was, (laughs) no. See what great work I'm going to do in you. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. As he molds and he shapes... And he allows things to come into my life and into your life, the, frankly, how do you praise him for? How do you give thanks in? Well, that's not the question. The question is just submitting. How do we submit to you, Father, in a way that's pleasing to you? And you go back to John the Baptist, and this guy had it right. John the Baptist had it right. What did he say? I must decrease, but he must increase. Folks, regardless of dispensation, regardless of the period of time, regardless of how God is dealing with men, mankind at any certain point in history, that is the point. That is where we come as we surrender to God. Lord, you increase as I decrease. Lord, it's not about what I'm going to do for you. Lord, it's how you're going to work in me to conform me to the image of your Son. So this week, let us give thanks. This week, let us gather together, and as we praise God for this nation, as as we praise God for our lives Let's remember to be joyous. Let's fool everyone in them going well. What happened to you? Oh, I just came to the realization that God's on His throne. Came to the realization that His word is going to be brought about regardless. The heathen can kick. The pagans can do all that they say they're going to do. Mankind can do all sorts of weird and wacky things but that's not going to take away from God's word and what his plan and purpose is for my life we trust him let's pray Father how thankful we are this morning that you are at work in our lives and what's going on around our lives Father has really really very little bearing as you mold and you shape father may we learn to give thanks in all things and for all things father may we come to realization for we know that all things work together for good to them who love God father that's us for those that are called according to your purpose father that is us We thank you that we can trust you, that our future is in your hands. Father, we will not fear what man will do unto us. But, Father, help us to be joyous. Help us to be excited about the future. Father, help us to be wise. Help us to, to be observant. Help us to take the stand for you and for your word. Father, may we ever remember to give thanks in all things. For that is your will for our lives. Father, this morning I pray for those who might be here that have never by faith trusted Christ as their Savior. Father, we're thankful this morning that the work has been done by your only begotten Son on Calvary's cross. Father, how thankful we are this morning that the work was accomplished as they nailed our Savior to the cross. Father, we come acknowledging that it is through His blood, through His sacrifice, that we can have life, eternal life, that we can be redeemed, we can be reconnected to You through what Christ accomplished on the cross. Father, how thankful we are this morning that Christ was delivered for our offenses, for our sins. Father, he paid that debt, and he was raised again for our justification. It is through his resurrection that we too can be declared righteous, that the victory is ours. Father, we rejoice in that. We thank you for that. Father, may we live like those who believe it, Father, I pray if there's anyone here who has never by faith trusted in you, Father, they may be sitting out there and wondering, what is that preacher talking about? Father, may the Holy Spirit just convict them of their sin. May the Holy Spirit convict them of their need for you. Father, may the Holy Spirit convict them of the truth of the words that are being said. That they need a Savior and you are that Savior. And by faith, they trust you this morning. Father, we thank you that eternal life is ours. We thank you that heaven is our home. We're thankful right this very moment that our citizenship is in heaven, that we're seated there in Christ this very moment. Father, there is nothing anyone can do to change that position we have in Christ. Father, this morning we are thankful that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Father, we're thankful this morning that there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ. Oh, Father, we have so much to be thankful for. Father, I'm thankful this morning that there is not a single person here worried about what they're going to eat this afternoon. Father, I'm thankful for your blessings on this nation. I am thankful for all you have done to show your power and to show your might and your love to this nation. Father, I pray that will continue, but more than I pray that, I pray that there will be an awakening, that there will be a revival that takes place, that turns this nation around. But Father, we come before you recognizing that before that revival, before that awakening can occur, Father, there may be difficult times. There may be things that we have to deal with in order to show ourselves strong on your behalf as you also show yourself strong on ours. And Father, we pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. One day, every knee is going to bow. One day, every knee is going to fest, confess to your glory. Father, we thank you for that truth. and We pray these things in the precious holy name of Jesus. Pray your blessings on African vision of hope. Father, outreach, their outreach. Father, we thank you for those souls that are coming to Christ. Those who are on fire for you. Father, pray your blessings on that ministry. We pray these things in the precious name of Jesus, who is Lord of all. Amen.